Welcome to the Common Sense Connections app audio education series. We encourage you to listen carefully to the success and leadership principles discussed in this audio. They have enabled countless independent business owners just like you to build a successful business and have a full and balanced life. You know, I read a story a while ago. It was by Dale G. Renlin. And he was talking about taking his family to Iceland for a vacation. And everywhere that they went, they kept hearing about this wonderful, beautiful, magnificent waterfall that, oh, you just have to go see it. Well, they were not, you know, great hikers. Got to keep my eye on that time. And so uh, they were a little hesitant, you know, to go. They didn't know what the hike was going to be like, but they decided to go anyway. It intrigued them. Um, he's from Scandinavia, and so a lot of this was part of the country that he grew up in. And so they decided, they went, and they looked, and they looked around, and they go, you know, how do we know the way? And then they saw others take off before them, and they thought, we'll follow them. So they started out following, but because they were inexperienced and maybe, maybe weren't as in good a condition, they started to fall behind. And they soon lost them, and they were not able to keep up with them, and there was no one to show them the way. And then all of a sudden, as they were trying to figure out, you know, which way to go, they saw this little pile of rocks. Well, it wasn't little. It was a pile of rocks. And they were stacked, one on top of each other. Good grief. I'm a mess up here. <laughs> and um, they seemed to be kind of showing one direction or another. And so they started following the way that the rocks were facing and they'd go a little bit further, and when another decision was made about which way to go, there'd be another little pile of rocks. And so they'd go that way. And they continued to file, follow these piles of rocks until they made it to the top. And the waterfall up there was magnificent. Sparkling, clear, beautiful water. A great, incredible view atop the mountain down to the valley below. And, you know, they had reached their goal, and they were so excited. Ooh, is that all the time I have? Am I done, Richard? Sorry, okay. So, anyway, we'll go on from there. We each have a pile of rocks. Did I get it? It's subliminal. <laughs> ha, 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 I got it. These are some of your piles of rocks. Gathering in meetings, often. How often do you go to church? Most of us. At least once a week. Why? Because we gather together to strengthen one another, to be there to buoy one another up. And so... We need to gather. We need to come to these kinds of meetings. We need to get on Zooms. We need to go to BDSs. We need to take advantage of those meetings. We need to listen to our leaders. Dang it, I owe Richard five bucks. <laughs> and we need to take notes and learn from the speakers that have gone before us. We need to read books, and you've heard all about that and join the book club. It's amazing. Listen to audios. I achieve. Radiate. You know, and as you do all these things, you will radiate confidence. 
and success to those around you, keeping your light on. You need to enjoy the journey. This always hasn't been a comfortable, enjoyable journey for me. Um, I just wanted to be a mom, stay-at-home mom. And he kind of clunked me over the head with a big club and grabbed me by the hair of the head and drug me along. <laughs> and finally, when I got my feet under me, I could, you know, get up and run. But the other one is express gratitude and follow those who have gone before you. After I read this talk, I printed off a set of rocks. Um, they're individual rocks, and they were, I made them so I could stack them. And then I printed words on them, words that meant something to me. And they're up in our office, along with our dreams, because I want to remember those words, faith and gratitude and gathering and being together and loving. And so I hope that you will get your own set of rocks, stack them up, look at them daily, and follow the direction that they lead, because they will lead you to magnificence. Thank you. Yeah. I'd like to talk about lawnmowers. Because it relates so well with what we're doing. You know, uh, when my kids got old enough to mow the lawn, I had a lawnmower that was a self-propelled mower, and I could get the lawn done very rapidly. And so I started the kids out starting to mow the lawn, and it was uh, too powerful for them, and it started going up the trees and eating up the bushes and going over the the flower beds and everything like that. And so I rounded up the boys and we went to the pawn shop. Isn't that where you buy a good lawnmower? Yep. So I went to the pawn shop and we bought this mower. And I have to tell you, it's about 20 plus years old. I don't know how old it was when I bought it, but it's still working today. In fact, it's gone through the three boys and the oldest boy has three sons. So we've gone through two of our grandsons, and we're working on the third one with this same original mower. And so this mower is a pretty cool mower. And uh, my boys don't like it because it's one of those mowers that if you pull the rope two or three times and it don't start, you want to throw it off a cliff. Anybody got those kind of mowers? Well, I just know exactly how to make that thing work. I, I prime it four or five times, maybe 10. I make sure that... <clears throat> I make sure that when you pull the handle back, it's supposed to, that cable's supposed to push the choke. So I just put my foot on it and push it just a little bit more. And I pull it, and it's good on the first or second pull. And so, you know, sometimes they're not strong enough to pull it. And they hate that mower. And so my son, he goes about seven, eight years ago. So you remember, I got an old mower. And it's gone through, it's going through its sixth kid mowing my lawn. And uh, he goes to the, uh, the place where you buy lawnmowers. Not the pawn shop, he goes to the hardware store. <laughs> and he buys this mower. And I see his mower and I get talking to him. I say, why'd you buy that mower? He says, Dad, I want a mower that when you pull the cord, it starts. <laughs> I said, cool. So he, uh, he mows his lawn. Three years later, he says, Dad, can we, 
can we borrow your mower? And I said, what's wrong with your mower? It won't start. So I said, bring it on over the house. So he brings it over the house. And I said, we probably ought to just see. There's three things that we need. We need fuel. We need air. And we need spark. And so we start playing with it. And uh, they left it out over the winter. And if you're in Texas and you leave your mower out over the winter, nothing's going to happen to it because you mow your yard every week. <laughs> but in Idaho, Utah, Colorado, you have a few months where if you put your mower out in the snow, it ain't going to work very good. So anyway, we check the fuel it needs. We need to fix that. We pull off the air cleaner part and... Oh, man, we had the North 40 on that air cleaner. That was pretty amazing. So we fixed all that, and we pulled out the spark plug, and we look at it, and, yeah, we need a new spark plug. So we put all that back together, and he, he pulled the rope, and guess what? Vroom! Fired right up. And I was pretty excited. And so, you know, the worst thing about hiring your grandkids to mow your lawn is the parents. I really thought that the worst thing that could happen is, is for me to have to mow the lawn. Well, I hired my kids and I hired my grandsons to actually mow our yard. And the cool thing is, is I thought I was going to actually get the job that I paid for. And the parents get mad when I take this grandson out and say, hey, see this little piece right here? We <sighs> Anyway. When you hire your grandkids, tell the parents to stay home. <laughs> because what's going to happen is, is you're actually paying that grandson more money per hour than the parent makes. And I kept trying to remind that to my son. I said, I'm trying to teach him how to succeed in life. Because if I'm going to pay him this much, why would I pay him and then I have to go do it again? So I want to just kind of relate real quick about this. What is the three things that I said we need to have? We need to have fuel, air, spark. I think we need to have the fuel. What is that? I think that's a dream. We need to continuously put better and better and better dreams into our mower. Each of us are mowers. I just look at myself as a mower. And so the next thing I need to do is have what? Air. What is that? That's faith. And what's the spark? The spark is a little bit of effort. Well, so if I'll have those three things right, I can make it work until the engine seizes up. And what will make the engine seize up? not having any oil. Well, what are the eight steps of success? Listen to an audio, read a book, attend the functions, do 100 points, dress for success, those types of things, right? So I got to make sure that all those things are happening. Well, what you just did is you brought your mowers to this function. And some of the people in your organization, they left their mowers home with them. In fact, they didn't even come which means their mowers didn't get here. And so when you get home, many of us are going to go, 
boy, I better go see if all them mowers are tuned up. Now, what I su suggest we do is just go out and just start mowing because there's a lot of grass to be mowed. Look at all the corners of the earth that we're going home to. We got a lot of places that we got to get to and a lot of things that we have to do. And we have a whole army here that if we just start mowing, pretty soon these people figure out they can't afford to miss another one of these conventions. This is where you turn your mower off, we drain the oil, we make sure all the stuff is inside again, we tune up the spark, <clears throat> and we get everything working with our fuel, we re-energize our dream, we take a great big deep breath, and because of your faith and belief, mine gets stronger. I just love the fact that I got this pretty good mower. So, why don't we just go home, waste a few weeks, and try and resurrect all them old mowers in the sheds. <laughs> or, let's just go do what we said we were going to do. And that's really where I think that this business really comes to fruition. Well, <clears throat> I remember the very first time John Sims took off without me. I missed our very, very first function. And uh, he took off. John Barber took off, and I was the only person in Roy, Utah. <laughs> that whole town was desolate, and I just felt empty until he got back. And I thought when he came home, he was going to sit down and tell me everything that happened. And it didn't happen. And I had to catch up to him and say, hey, what did you learn at the function? He says, oh, you'll catch it on the next one. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Don't you just hate it when you miss out on something? Well, I just promise that if you just make it so you never miss out on anything ever again, you'll never miss out on anything again. That was pretty profound. That's almost like, yeah. Anyway, I just believe that if we'll just go with all of our might when we get home, people will figure out how to get their mowers started and catch up to us. I am so excited that what we got going with this business is so enormous. If you look around and see what happened a couple of years ago, we was in, I think it was St. George for this type of function, and this little group right over here was probably bigger than what we had in St. George. And so we are actually divided. This isn't the whole group. And if we'd have brought everybody in your group that left their mower home, I don't know what size of facility we would have had to get, but it was going to be enormous. And so I just believe that if we'll go home and make sure that before we leave here, our mowers are tuned up. If you leave this function before your mower is tuned up, it's your fault. Reset your dream. Reset your goal. Take in a whole big dose of faith and just make everything work better in your life. And I promise, your group needs to see a leader more than it needs to see somebody that's going to come to their shed and moan and groan with them and try and start their mower. Let's go get it mowed.
Good night. This audio series was created to help you with personal development, professional development, and gaining the skills to build a sustainable business. While certainly no one can guarantee success, it is our hope that the principles and ideas discussed here will enable you to experience the thrill of accomplishment and offer your life greater significance and enjoyment. This is a copyrighted program. The purchase of the program is optional, and any unauthorized reproduction or broadcast of this digital media without express written consent is strictly prohibited. All rights are reserved.